Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Talking Tofu with Becky and David, a podcast about vegan food. I'm David. And I'm Becky. Right? This week on the show, we went to Yeah Burger. We'll also try Vienna chickpea snacks. I shouldn't have done the intro because I didn't know what the snack was. <laughs> Is it Vienna? Vienna. Vienna? Vienna. Vienna? Vienna. Vienna. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, I'm not just doing that. Like, that's what it tells you to say on the packaging. Yeah, they spell it phonetically, and the uh is ah. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We are. We are. But you were asking how to pronounce it. I know, it. but and, – and then I I started to make a meal out of it. So what what did you just say? Oh, so on the back of the know. package, it says bien ah. I, I think we need to just be honest that I came in with such big energy, and then the recording software wasn't working. And it was like somebody had cracked a window and the energy, <laughs> all the momentum went out the window. You tried to pick it up like a professional and, and receive what you had thrown yourself before. But I need to be honest with the listener. Yeah. I do. Sarcastic. Yeah. I'm enjoying your. I was trying to be honest. Mm-hmm. Talking Tofu Nights. Nights. We're yep. We're recording ahead because we're gonna be out of town and not able to record. And it's a lot of recording. Yeah, we're recording twice a week. It's a lot of togetherness. I don't I wasn't gonna <laughs> do that. I don't think it's just it's not that for me. Just kidding, First, everyone. All I can do is speak for myself. It's a lot of recording and a lot of editing. But you know what? Worth it. What? Okay. <laughs> what's what's worth it? We do it for you. To have an unbroken release schedule of this. We do it for you, Toeheads. What are we doing today? I already said what we were doing you today. You literally read the intro. We could save that and, like, I don't know, just scroll Twitter and talk about it. <laughs> that could be the episode. Hey, Dave. We could. I'm doing fine. You don't need to ask. It's clear how I'm doing. It's clear. We could. I'm thinking of other bullshit things we could do just, for episode. Premises. I'll just look up hashtag vegan on Twitter and we'll just read the tweets. Yeah. That's awful. You That's to, an awful idea. That's terrible. Why? Let's just go. not up. that bad. That's kind of like a mailbag that nobody knew they were sending a letter to. <laughs> That's fun. Secret mailbag. We could. Um, Put on a song and talk about the song. As it plays. Yeah. Sure. We sure, could sure. oh, we could watch TikTok videos. 
and talk about TikTok videos. Yeah, we could do that. Hey, Dave, we got a letter. Well, hold on. I haven't told you how I'm doing. Ah! <laughs> well, in addition to recording a bunch of filler episodes to get to stay on schedule, we're also packing to go out of town for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, we are. We're trying to get ready. We're trying to, to get everything ready. I tried to go get the oil change today, and I went, and the line for the oil change was too long. And so I said, nope, I'm going to just go on old oil. I'm just going to drive up there on old gummy tarry oil that's probably like smoking on the side of the carburetor, which is where the oil goes. Is that Where does the oil go when you put it in? Oil tank, I know that, but what is the... What feeds out of the oil tank? You're asking me that? I don't know. Maybe you took a class in high school. I didn't. (laughs) Did you have a class in high school that had a car that you worked on? I don't think that was even offered. I don't know. Did you take shop? Mm Mm-mm. No, I took shop. There was shop. You didn't take it? What'd you take instead? Oh, my gosh. I think I did. <laughs> I did study hall, which is kind of like oh, shop, in that offered, I also learned how to make bombs. <laughs> they offered study hall as a class, as a class you could choose to spend an hour in. Yeah, because I was taking um, in my senior year, I was taking French classes at the community college Flex. for like it's called dual enrollment. I don't know if they still do it, but you yeah. can get like high school and college credit at the same time. Yeah. So I was doing that. And so because of that, I had these free periods and they just called it study hall. Okay. And so that's where I got up to all my shop activities. I just think that's strange. Mom, I'm sorry. That you were allowed to not take shop though. Oh, I mean, it was just an elective. Like you could take band or whatever. See, shop was a requirement in Orlando, Florida. And I took shop. Nobody made bongs in shop though. This was middle school. Oh, no, this was high school. school. This was high school. I'm talking about middle school. Oh, I don't think it was offered in middle school. No, well, I took shop. I made something. It was at an angle, and I made it. Oh. Hammered it together. But in middle you school, didn't take shop? No. In middle school, we took health and home ec. I took home ec. And I remember we made pizzas uh-huh. using Pillsbury biscuit dough. Yeah. And I remember that. I had to sew a stuffed monkey, and I could not do it. Ooh. It was very bad. I made a pillow. You made a pillow? I wanted to make a pillow, and the teacher was like, no, you've committed to making this stuffed oh. monkey. And I was like, but well, I can't. If, you, if you'd chosen the monkey, it was the right call I on guess. the teacher's part. You're I was like, positioning I- the teacher as the villain <laughs> here when really you're the one being wishy-washy. Well, I, I took on more than I, I could really handle. Yeah. I picked the monkey because the monkey was cute. Yeah. And then I realized that what was involved in sewing a whole ass stuffed animal. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Well- but you had made a choice. I guess. And you had to stick with it. Did you finish the monkey? I think someone did it for me. Oh. <laughs> I think another friend in the class took pity on me and did really it. Really hard me. to respect you right now. <laughs> you cheated in home ec. I know. I made really great pizzas, though. I also made peanut butter cookies. Ooh. I think it's a little strange that you used Pillsbury crust for the for the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't... Is home ec about using pre-made ingredients to make an, a 
slightly less pre-made end product? Honestly, I don't know that they knew what home ec was supposed to be about. I think I feel like when I took home ec, it was kind of the tail end of home ec as a thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Amanda, if you're listening, my little sister who went to the same middle school as me five years later, did you take home ec? I mean, it definitely was. That was something that was more 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. Um, but I still, I'm not defending home ec because it's kind of bullshit, but it is nice to have a little bit of a, you know, not everybody gets taught how to make shit. I would like to defend home ec because I don't think it's bullshit. I think that they should teach you practical things about how to exist in a home. Like I would love if they would teach everyone how to properly load a dishwasher. Yeah. How to cook a few basic things. Yeah. So that they could survive, even if they are Pillsbury dough pizzas. I think maybe where I'm coming from is that the home ec experience I had was about as close to how to be a housewife as it could be without blatantly being how to be a housewife. Oh. And. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was a little, little insulting. I think in our home ec class also we had to make a grocery budget. Yeah. Yeah, like we had X dollars to spend and we had to go to the store and look at prices of things and write down what we were going to make and feed ourselves for the week. That was like pretty cool and practical. Yeah. It's something I actually think about when I'm grocery shopping now. Was the the test for whether you had done the good grocery budget or not, you had to slip it to a computer that was in the shape of a husband sitting on in an easy <laughs> chair smoking a pipe and the how red the husband's face got was an indicator of how bad you had done at the budget. Yeah. If he groused about the Amex bill, you fail. <laughs> Smoke starts coming out of the ears <laughs> and the pipe. Yeah. That yeah. was it. That was exactly it. It was an old honeymooners in front of like an old, one of those TVs <laughs> with like the oval circle on it, Aww. like black and white. Yeah. So anyway, we're not, we don't have fresh oil going up to Asheville. So we may not make it up that mountain. We're going to make it up the mountain. I'm only... Mom, I'll text I'm you when we get there. 400 miles over the next service thing. Oh, you're fine. On the, I know. That's the light's what I'm, not on? I'm not asking whether I'm fine or not. Oh. As long I'm, as the light's not on, you're okay. No, the light's not on. I'm just the sticker. The sticker tells you the number and you got to change by the number. Yeah. Yeah. Don't act like you are a maven of car maintenance. I am not. <laughs> because I can look out the window right now. Yeah, you more than anyone know that I car. mistreat cars. <laughs> a car in shambles. A car disgrace. <laughs> a car that... Yet you asked me where the oil goes. I don't know where the oil goes. Right, but you looked out there, out that window at my car. And saw a disgraced car. Disgraced. And you were like, you know who's going to know where the oil goes. Hey, just because you the know owner. what's under the hood doesn't mean that... You take care of the interior of the car. <laughs> or exterior. Yeah. Or exterior. <laughs> but you might know. You might have a mechanical knowledge. I don't. And I didn't want to discount that. I appreciate your faith in me. The, the newspaper would be like shaking the higher <laughs> the grocery budget went. <laughs> starts to rattle. The whole device starts. Uh, Fist shakes. Yeah. So I did that. And what else did I do? Oh, I got gas, filled up that tank. That's a good feeling. 
What's it so is. funny? It is a good feeling because I feel like as you're getting to the point where you need to get gas, that like anxiety of like, oh, I have to go get gas. But like when you turn it on and you see that gauge fill up or see that gauge at full when you it was so low when you turned it off, mm-hmm. or if you have a fancy car like mine, you see the number of miles that you have until the next empty. And it's like triple digit. Yeah, it's a good and you're feeling. Like, you're like, I'm a king. Yeah. It's a good feeling. It means uh, that you don't have to go to the gas station again for a long time. It's true. Just going to talk about all the the shopping I did today. Got oh. some insoles for some for some boots. Yeah, that I've been meaning to get from before since before the pandemic. Mm. But then I was like, I might want to wear these boots at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But I don't want my feet to be uncomfortable. No, I got insoles for my new boots too. All right, all right. I, I will ask how I'm you're sorry. doing in a minute. Sorry. sorry. Um, but the trick is, so they're Doc Martens and I need the insoles, which I know people are going to be like, Doc Martens, you just got to wear them in. You just got to wear them in. These things have like wooden soles. <laughs> so that, but that's the problem. I can't, I, you can't pull the sole out to trim the insole. I had that problem with these boots that I just got. I got some boots on eBay and same thing. The insoles don't come out. So I had to guess and it was tough. I'm not doing that. I'm going to print it out on the internet. Oh, I just trimmed a little bit at a time and then just kept putting the boot in and oh, being like, nope, a little there more. No less pleasant experience than like wedging the insole into a boot. I know. It's a huge I'm pain. doing that once. It took me like 40 minutes because of because of being like, is this lumpy because I put it in wrong or is it lumpy because I have to trim it again and trying. It was a huge pain. That's the other thing too. This is is I'm, not, I'm not confident that... I'm not confident that insoles are even good. Not these insoles, but insoles. I've never had a good insole where I was like, this is as good as the sole that came with the shoe in terms of how natural it feels as part of the shoe. Mm. It feels like a second sock. Oh, really? Like you're wearing something between your sock and the shoe. And it's not because it moves around. It's just because it's it's clearly a different thing than what the shoe is. Oh, I Oh. I think maybe you're just not thinking about how your foot feels in relation to your shoe all day long and constantly <laughs> monitoring it like I am. Maybe not. Maybe you're just not paying attention to this sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe if you did, you'd be as unhappy all the time as I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Like I said, also got insoles for some boots I got. When on did eBay. you get those? A week or two ago. A week or two. You didn't even tell me. I told you yesterday that I needed to get insoles, <laughs> and then I told you today that I got insoles. <laughs> I didn't think it was new and noteworthy. Okay. Well, how how's everything else? How is everything else? I'm packed for Thanksgiving. I think. Yeah, all right. All right. It's gonna be really all cold right. in Asheville, y'all. The low the low is twenty. And I am not excited about that, but I am excited about all the other stuff, like seeing the family and being in the mountains. You think it'll snow? I hope not, because I don't want to have to drive in the snow. Why Christmas? Ugh. Why Christmas? I know I'm such a <laughs> I'm such a grump. Yeah, it's in the countryside. I know I don't like snow. I don't like snow. You don't like snow? It, it, not if I have to drive in it. Who is asking you to drive in it? I have to drive up those mountain roads or I'll throw up. Okay, good. Good to know I got that DD. Yeah, I'll be the DD all weekend. DD, BB. 
So I have debilitating car sickness, everyone. And so I have to drive anything that's further than about 15, 20 minutes away. If I don't drive, we run the risk of me having to pull over and almost throw up. Usually I can pull it together if I get out of the car in time. I, I haven't you get that thing. I know. I didn't get that thing. I've had a thing like that before. Yeah, that's a different thing. And that other thing that you had looked like bullshit. We're discussing a one of those little compression bracelets. No ad. That no hits ad. your. Don't say the name. I'm not. But okay. it, it hits like the pulse point on your wrist and it's supposed to help you not get car sick. What if I reached over and held the pulse point on your wrist while I was driving? I was considering just picking up some Dramamine and sleeping all the way to Asheville. Oh. But see, that's not fair to you. So I don't know. I don't know. I might I might like the break. <laughs> that might be the best option. But nobody would be awake to hear the witty things that I come up with. The kid will be back there. He's not listening to me. He's not. You could do voice memos and play them back for me later. That's not a bad idea. Hey. What? You know what's got me Is feeling that how really you're doing? good? That's it. I'm feeling really good because, oh, I wanted to say one thing um, because we always do, we've been asking people to leave us reviews <laughs> and I received a message from Dim Sim Kitty who resurrected her iTunes account just Whoa. to leave us a review. She left the review over the weekend. Uh-huh. We can't see international reviews oh. because I'm not seeing it in the iTunes account like so, when I look at our podcast. So we may have reviews from uh, other well, listeners. We don't. <laughs> The task now then is to screenshot your review and send it to us. I guess leave so. the review. Yeah, leave. Don't it. not leave the review. Don't yeah. let this dissuade you. And Americans, you're on notice. This might be a international only podcast if the amount of domestic reviews that we're getting keeps swirling the drain like this. <laughs> what does that mean, international only? We'll put out to other countries, but not America, not U.S. How would we? We'll cut the U.S. out. Why would we do that? Because they're not reviewing us, and they wouldn't care because they're not listening. They... Go but on. But if we're a global phenomenon, like you seem to be suggesting we are, <laughs> then I'm going to lean into that. So listeners who are not in the U.S., if you have left us a review All and are you. like, why are they not reading my review on the pod that I did leave? It's because we can't see it. And if you would like us to read it on the show, then just screen cap it and send it to us and we'll absolutely read it, whether it's nice or not. But please be nice because we're sensitive. Yeah. We, we will be um, jokey yeah. about it while we record, but then we will cry later. I'm going to read this letter that came. It's delightful. Are you ready? Sure. This is from friend of the show, Diane Wentz. Hey, Diane. Hey, Diane. Thank hey, you for this Diane. letter. It is incredible. I did already read wow. it. Okay. It's very thorough. Hey, Becky and Dave. I just finished listening to the episode with Amy, and I really wanted to chat with three of you during it. I have three things to share. Oh. I know. It's so good. One, since you talked about ranch dressing, I wanted to share what I learned about its origins when I was writing my cookbook, Eating Vegan. Ranch dressing was developed in the 1950s by California dude ranch owner, Steve Henson. The ranch was called Hidden Valley, of course. Oh. The ranch's customers enjoyed it so much that he began selling it for his customers to take home with them. The ranch closed in the 60s, but they began a mail order business. 
selling dressing mixes for 75 cents each. How cute. Huh. Because it was the 60s. That was a lot of money. Yeah. For ranch. Yeah. It became so popular that he eventually had to open a factory to manufacture it. In 1972, the Hidden Valley Ranch brand was bought by Clorox for $8 million. Whoa. Ranch isn't popular in Europe. It's often called American sauce. <laughs> and Cool Ranch Doritos are called Cool American flavor. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> that that's delighted better. me. That's better. Two, Amy asked about breading cauliflower. When I'm breading veggies, I like to dip them in a mixture of non-dairy milk and chickpea flour before dipping them in the breadcrumbs. Ooh, Amy, gluten-free for you. The chickpea flour has a binding quality and the breadcrumbs stick really well to it. Oh, so you do... Vegan milk, chickpea flour, and then go into the panko. Three, this is for you, Dave. Oh. I'm wondering how you feel about Dave's hatred of glitter since it's literally, literally in your blog name. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. <laughs> oh. It doesn't bother me. I don't mind glitter on a poster which is or when it's glued. Right. The name implies that the glitter is taken care of it and that it's not loose. Is it glue and loose glitter? It doesn't bother me. Dave disagrees with me about a lot of fundamental things. Dennis, my husband is with him on this topic. Here's what he said. Glitter is the devil's work. I completely agree with Dave on this topic. It's like nuclear waste. Either an area is contaminated or it isn't. Once an area has it, it's over. Yes. Our lifetimes will be long forgotten before the last speck of glitter is erased from that area. Yes. Greeting cards are the worst. Why would an envelope contain glitter? It Ugh. seems so innocent, but the second I open it and pull out the card, the glitter is on my fingers and suddenly my nose itches. And for the rest of the day, I'm the guy with glitter in his nose. Yeah. Stop the madness. Vote yes on proposition. Eliminate yeah. glitter. XOXO. Diane. I'm here. I'm here for it. Yes. That's, I've never felt more seen. I thought you might enjoy that letter. I think my lifetime will, will be forgotten before I even die, probably. That was dark. (laughs) (laughs) That's how Dave's doing, everybody. Thanks for the letter, Diane. Yes, thank you. What a nice letter. It was so nice. I liked how it point by point went through stuff. And And, and I learned a lot. And there's two people in the letter. And that could be two reviews (laughs) on Talking to Foo on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Speaking of yeah... You want to dive right into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So you might remember that Dave mentioned in a talk and toe news months ago that Yeah Burger, a local burger joint here in Atlanta that already had a ton of vegan options, had closed down because of the pandemic and they were planning to reopen with an all plant-based menu. And they did it. And we went there. So yeah, to back it up just a little bit, uh, Yeah Burger was a place in Atlanta. This is going to be a very Atlanta episode from here on out. So sorry about that. But it was started in 2010, had two locations, uh, one in on Howell Mill on the west side and one in Morningside or Virginia Highlands Yeah, um, on North Highland. The North Highland location closed down i think that one closed down before the pandemic yeah and then the howell mill location closed down in april 2020 because the pandemic and then the plan was to reopen 
or I guess they announced the plan later in that, which I said in the talk in Tony News, to reopen as 100% plant-based. And that happened this past weekend. Yeah, it did. And so we went down there on Monday. Yep. That was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> this week has felt so long. And it was, let's let's be clear, it was a soft reopening. Yes, I mentioned that in the blog post too. It was a soft reopening. Their whole menu wasn't up yet. They had magnets over several sections that said like, coming soon. Like none of the, like they're going to offer breakfast all day. That wasn't an option yet. But what they did have, we, we ate. Yeah, we did. Well, we didn't eat all of it. So we got there. We one thing off the menu like you do at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> we got there right at their opening time. Uh-huh. And a manager popped his head out the door and said that their deliveries had been very late. And could we come back in 20 minutes because they were trying to get everything together because they'd gotten a late start because of reasons outside their control. And we were like, of course. We went over to the coffee shop next door. I got the kid an ill-advised hot cocoa, got myself a matcha. We sat and drank hot drinks and then went back over to get our burgs. Yep. This was the middle of the day, and I'm not good at fast food for lunch, so I tried to play it a little bit conservative, uh, or as conservative as you can at like a burger and fries place. Um, I say that because... They also have soft serve and shakes, and I really wanted to indulge in that, but uh, didn't want to be carrying it around with me all day. So I'm going to go back and, and try that. It's right by my office, so that's pretty handy. But before we get into the food, let's talk about the restaurant itself. They completely glowed up their aesthetic. They've redesigned, like... Their look. Did they? I felt like it looked exactly the same inside. No, they've got this. No, this is all different. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's a lovely dining room, bright, modern, sleek. I I think the their graphic style is like a throwback. Yeah, I do. Oh, the like graphic 1970s, style. Seventies, yeah. like McDonald's or something like that. Like a lot of horizontal lines, rainbow lines. Oh yeah, the yeah, font yeah. For yeah, burger has changed. So yeah, the. The room itself is. That's what I the meant. The walls are in the same place. No, but I meant like the furniture in the dining room and all that's oh, the same. yeah. Yeah, so they have a cute little mural on the wall that says, more cowbell, less cow. They also have outdoor seating with overhead heaters, which it was a little too cold that day. It was like high 40s, but windy. And um, it was too cold. But we sat outside because we were there with our kid and we didn't want to indoor dine with him because he is not fully vaxxed. So their logo is kind of a, a 70s puffy font for Yeah Burger with a red drop shadow on it that just looks very throwback and comfy. And um, on each side of it are some horizontal lines that are like red, orange, pink, blue, green, and just makes it's really clean and really pleasant. And again, feels like it's from like 30 years ago in a good way. Yeah, it's got like big 70s super graphic vibes. Mm-hmm. The um, the way that they've designed, they have, when you walk up to order, there's a big menu on the wall and it's got all those nice, like kind of cooling pastel-y colors. I guess they're not all pastels, but like just nice mellow 70s tones of color. Yeah. 
So on that menu, there were a lot of coming soons, but I'm going to read you the section so that you can see how wild this menu is because it is out of control. First of all, breakfast all day with things like sausage, egg, and cheese biscuits, a chicken biscuit, etc. They also have coming soon a little salad menu, which has lots of salads on it. Also coming soon with sandwiches. They have a barbecue sandwich, a pulled smoked barbecue that I'm pretty excited to try. There's also going to be a fish fillet sandwich that I can't wait to eat. And yes, all of this is vegan. Yeah, you you skipped right through salads. Like they got a cob salad. Yeah, they do. When was the last time you saw a vegan cob salad with blue cheese? They got a buffalo chicken salad. Mm-hmm. God, I want to eat it. Speaking of chicken, so they were out of chicken when we were there. They had just run out of chicken. Like the person behind in front of us got the last chicken order, which is a bummer because I was going to get one called the Koreanish, which was fried. Vegan chicken in a spicy Korean glaze topped with dill pickles, gochujang mayo. I butchered that pronunciation. Sorry. It's talking tofu nights. Toasted sesame seeds on a buttered organic bun. Doesn't that sound good? They got another one is a southern chicken, a golden fried chicken topped with organic dill pickles and house made comeback sauce on a buttered organic bun. One's a hot honey. Which I went up to the counter and double checked with them. It is agave nectar, everybody. Golden fried chicken topped with house-made southern slaw, house-made hot honey sauce, and candied organic jalapenos on a buttered organic bun. Who wants to eat that? I do. So I was kind of bummed, although it did make deciding easier because what are you going to get off of this menu? There's so many options. They got fries. They got tots. They got sweet potato fries. They got onion rings. They got fried pickles. And if you want to... You can add the fancy plants option, which is cheese sauce and pickled jalapenos to any of those. Also, they have veggie sides, which include organic baked beans, crispy Brussels sprouts, which they had the crispy Brussels sprouts before they made the switch to being all plant-based, but uh, you had to order them without cheese. Now you can get them with the cheese because the cheese is vegan. They also have crispy cauliflower and a Napa slaw that all sound really good. So one of the things that I should point out is that Yaburger used to have a pretty robust build your own setup. Yeah. And that's gone now. The options are all pre-made options. Um, but I, but I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I do. The reason I bring it up is because I leaned pretty hard into that because that was the nature of building a vegan burger. <laughs> but here, so you are kind of, uh, not in a bad way, beholden to their their menu, but their menu is so there's so much variety in these burgers that you're really not uh losing much by by doing that. Um, they have two different kind of burger categories. One is using Beyond patties, and one is using a house based uh patty that they made. Um, and they just call it a veggie patty. I. I There's wonder a walnut if it's, patty too. Oh, so there I think is. They have a couple. Oh, walnut patty. So we didn't we didn't do those. <laughs> right. The burger. I'm I'm a I love a Beyond Burger. Yeah. So me too. I you've come around on the Beyond Burger. I have. I don't like to make them in the even in the house though. I feel like they changed their formula and got rid of that the cat food smell. When did we make it in the house? We only ever have ever grilled it. Oh, maybe I'm thinking about Impossible Burgers. Yeah, Impossible Burgers. 
Those are the ones that when we cook in the house, I smell it and you don't. Yeah. And then it's Beyond the is, the, is vice versa. So they got a drive through which is a Beyond Beef patty topped with dill pickles, white onions, organic ketchup, organic mustard, melted American cheese, just a classic. Captain America, Beyond Beef. Oh, his, his reviews wouldn't show up on our podcast. No? This is a callback. <laughs> I like it. Yet. I like it. Forget it. Beyond Beef Patty, topped with leaf lettuce, white onion, dill pickles, tomato, ketchup mayo, melted double American cheese. The French onion, this is where it starts getting wild. Uh, patty topped with caramelized French onion, house-made Dijonese, and melted Swiss cheese. Urban Cowboy, topped with fresh jalapenos, shredded iceberg lettuce, crispy onions, organic barbecue sauce, mayo, melted cheddar cheese. The PB&J, what? Wait, can I just slide in here real quick to say that those crispy onions, they're like the French fried onions that you get for a, a green bean casserole. What a delight. A little bit of a tip to what you got. The those, are on, those are on quite a few of their burgers. It was on your burger if, too. If I may regain my momentum. Sorry, sorry. PB&J topped with sliced red onions, organic peanut butter, organic strawberry jelly, and melted smoked Gouda cheese. Hot or not, everybody, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to know. I almost ordered it because I wanted to know so bad. Mushroom Swiss topped with sautéed mushrooms and onions, house-made steak sauce, melted Swiss cheese, spicy guac topped with house-made spicy guacamole, pickled jalapenos, sp- crispy onions, mayo, melted pepper jack cheese. And then the veggie burgers is a yeah veggie, uh, walnut patty with bib lettuce, sliced red onion, dill pickles, organic ketchup. There's a South by Southwest veggie patty with avocado, corn salsa, sliced red onion, tortilla strips. What? And yeah sauce. Earth burger, walnut patty, top of sliced avocado, green leaf lettuce, sliced red onion, alfalfa sprouts, tomato, mayo, and then the veg out. Topped with purple cabbage, cucumber, green leaf lettuce, tomato, and house made ranch on a wheat bun. Whew. A lot of burgers. They also have a dogs and brats menu, and they also have. I heard about that. Yeah, and they also have um, really great drinks. You talk about the dog. You're just gonna. I don't know. I don't feel like we need to read the whole menu. People can look that up. Oh, you want to read the whole menu? No, but guess not. They got like a ballpark, and then they have some fancier dogs. Yeah, and then they got a brat, which I think is a Beyond sausage. Which yeah, that's what it was before. Go down and order a Beyond sausage made for you. In a bun. Pretzel bun. I mean, come on. And you didn't want to talk about it. Now we have. They also have some really great sodas. They use main root soda is what's in their fountain. And then they've got like kombucha that you can get in cans. And they also have those, um, these fermented sodas that I can't remember the name of. Poppy, they're called. And Olipop. Both mm-hmm. of those they have. It was hard to pick uh What's to order? You can see now why we stood overwhelmed. And when the woman looked to me first and said, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. Ask him first. They also have a sandwich section. That's a barbecue, pulled smoked barbecue sandwich. They got a grilled cheese. They got a fish filet sandwich, a meatball sub, and a TLT, tempeh, lettuce, and tomato. That's coming soon. So that's just like a ton of options. A ton of options. In every direction. So there was a lot coming soon, which helped narrow it down for us. And then they ran out of chicken. So we zeroed in on the burgers. We all got burgers. The kid got a kid's cheeseburger meal, which came with fries and a drink. He got it with ripple milk, which he took one sip and said, I don't love this. And I said, okay, well, I, it's not my favorite either. 
um, but it's better than nothing, right? And he said, I'd actually rather have nothing. And he threw it away and I got him a water. <laughs> but he loved his burger. It was just, that was just like a regular patty and cheese on a bun. I don't think there was a single vegetable involved unless you count the fries, which I don't. But he loved it. A fast food meal that he got to have in the middle of a week day. Yeah. What a treat for him. Totally. Totally. So do you want to talk about the burger you ordered? Sure. I got the spicy guac, which is the Beyond Beef patty with the spicy guacamole, pickled jalapenos, crispy onions, which is Becky said are the French fried onions, mayo and melted pepper jack cheese. Um, I loved it. It was It was real good. I think if I had a note, I ordered it because I wanted to get a kick and I did not find it very spicy. But I thought the guacamole did have a little bit of spice to it, had a little bit of tang to it. And that tang worked really well with the pickled jalapenos and the crunch of the onions was real nice texturally. Um, We also got fries and they were uh, really thin shoestring fries, Mm -hmm. which came in just a gorgeous, uh, again, fast food box that had the Burger logo on it and really was fun to to have on the table and eat fries out of. And I think that the catch with those thin fries is that the clock's ticking because they're going to get cold. We were sitting outside, which wasn't helping things. So we had to kind of rush through those fries, but it was a labor of love. Yeah. And if you want to see what their branding looks like, if you click through to my blog post about it, you can see some of the photos. I took a picture of the menu and then Dave took a great picture of the entrance that you can see kind of what the their look is. It's really very pleasing visually. Mm-hmm. So I got the Urban Cowboy, which was a Beyond Patty with fresh jalapenos, lettuce, crispy onions, barbecue, mayo, and cheddar. I thought the burger was great. I thought that they did the patty really well. Like mm-hmm. it, they really got that fast food vibe of a patty where it was like tender in the middle, but like thin and crispy around the edges. Mm-hmm. Like it had been squished with a spatula the way that they do at a fast food place. And I thought that the combo of sauces was great. I almost feel like it didn't need the mayo because the cheese and the barbecue, like they melted the cheddar. So it was a little saucy. And then with the barbecue, I felt like that was almost saucy enough. Like I hardly noticed the mayo, except some of it fell out as I was eating it. Cause it was just such a saucy mm-hmm. burger, which for me, as you know, yeah. as a sauce queen, that was great. The jalapenos were very mild. Hmm. And I mean, they can't control that. You, you slice into a jalapeno, you don't know what you're going to get. So they added some crunch, but I didn't get any heat from them really. Huh. Um, but they added a nice freshness and crunch and then the fried onions were also nice and crunchy. Yeah. The lettuce was crisp too, which was nice, especially considering all the sauce. They brought it straight out and it was a delight. I would definitely order this again, except for there's 80 other things on the menu I want to try. So who knows when I'll get to it again. I feel like a company knows, a business knows whether their jalapenos are spicy or not. Do you think so? There's got to be some level when you're buying jalapenos in bulk for food service. You have to be able to rely on a certain flavor profile of those jalapenos. You can't just be like, well, that's (laughs) for me and my little four plant jalapeno garden. Yeah. Who doesn't know anything about growing anything, you know? Like, so... 
I think either it was a supply thing or they're just not meant to be super spicy. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just not meant to be super spicy. I, it was still a great burger, but like you were saying about yours, not not the kick that I was looking for. Still you hear delightful. that? Yeah, burger. We're we're here for the kick. I do like a little bit of a kick. Good, good first play. Yeah. Now, where's the kick? I actually at first tried to order the mushroom Swiss, but they were out of mushrooms. I think, or they that burger wasn't available, so I ended up getting the urban cowboy. But I think I would like to get. I ordered the mushroom Swiss because I wanted to try that vegan Swiss because mm. I haven't had Swiss cheese in a very long time. I think that's something important to point out that when I was eating it, I had to notice that like I hadn't had cheese that was so melty in a burger in a very, very, very long time. And I had missed it and I didn't realize that I had missed it. And it was cool to have all those different options and and flavors. I thought the pepper jack cheese and, and the burger I had was really, really good. And it melted and was just like, it was just in there with the rest of the burger. And it wasn't like a slice on top of the burger. It wasn't a slice that was melted on top of the patty. Like a couple of bites in and it was all, it was part of that burger soup in a good way. Yeah. I agree with you. It really is an experience that I haven't had in a while. And I didn't realize I was missing either. The cheddar too. And I feel like the cheddar had a great flavor. I don't know what cheese they're using or if they're making it in-house, but their cheeses that I've experienced so far. Delightful. Good, good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that if we were to go back tomorrow, not that I'm asking to, right? but can we, but if we were to, I think I would order the hot honey because I didn't notice until you read the menu just now that it's candied jalapenos. Mm Mm-hmm. That really pushes it over for me. And with a slaw on top. God, that sounds so good. Dave, if we went back tomorrow, what would you order? What would I order if I went back tomorrow and the exact same menu was was available? Let's say the whole menu. The whole menu? Come on. Okay. Let's say with with the coming soon still on there because that's still a, a huge amount of food to choose from. All right. Well, if the whole menu was on there, I'd probably do breakfast for dinner. Or breakfast for lunch. Yeah, what would you get? They got a Western uh, with savory sausage, scrambled eggs, house-made pico de gallo, organic avocado, and melted cheddar cheese on a flour tortilla. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, But if we're talking existing menu, yeah, I too would want to try the chicken. I think I would do the straight-up southern chicken. I'm dying to try some golden fried chicken. And to see what their take on it is. I only cross all of my fingers and toes that there is no paprika in it. Yeah, that's tricky. The other day you put chicken patties on the on the list. Yep. And I read the ingredients of every single yep. vegan chicken patty that Kroger had. They had yep. five or six different ones. Every single one had paprika. They all, and they all use it for color. Yeah. That's the so most maddening part is that they're not using it for flavor. And yeah. it's like... Don't you realize you're making it harder for exactly one person to enjoy? (laughs) It's going to turn out I'm not even allergic to paprika. It's going to turn out it's like... Something else. Something that... Something way worse. Or like something that is in a lot of the same stuff. Right. 
So the other thing that really impressed me when we were there, they I feel like one of the things they're going for with this menu is making it allergy-friendly. Yeah. They list allergens on the menu. I presume that you can alter things if you need to leave something off for yep. an allergy reason. They seem like they'd be very flexible. And the reason I say that is because when we ordered, the first thing Dave had to do was say, I want this, but I need to know about paprika. And they were so nice and cheerful yeah, about it. Yeah, for sure. They went right back to check. And then when I came back in later, because I was wondering about the the honey situation, just so nice, so like ready to answer questions. Like everyone that worked there just seemed really nice and happy to be there. Yeah. That was a, I feel like I don't always feel that when I go to a restaurant. Yeah. But this place just felt like very positive and upbeat. And the, the patrons were... You said upbeat. That's their sister restaurant, a little <gasps> bit further down Howell Mill, which is a bowl placed based place, and, which is really fantastic. And we'll probably talk about that at some point too. Um, but my point, what I was going to say was, the customers there were all very excited to be there as well. Everybody yeah. was very excited. Real like soft opening vibes. Everyone was in a great mood. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a celebration. I think you know now, Atlanta, where. We're in a place where we've got Slutty Vegan, which is a staple at this point. Like, it's an institution. Um, we got Yeah Burger, which kind of was an institution, and I think is poised to be that that in a different way. You know, I'm curious as to how, like, when our family would come to town, Yeah Burger was always on the menu. Everybody was excited about going to Yeah Burger. I do wonder how excited they'd be about going to Yeah Burger this time around. And I think that a lot of people are going to be asking that question or facing that with this reopening. And I, I wish the best for them. Yeah. Know? I'll say when we go to Orlando to visit Dave's family, Ethos Vegan Kitchen is very close to the church that his parents go to. And we will often all go there for brunch after church on the weekends and I feel like that brand of food is very similar to what Yeah Burger is doing, like very hmm. hearty and cozy and approachable. And I mean, we've gone even with not just your parents, but friends of your parents, and everyone seemed to have a great time and they like hmm. ordered their food and like demolished it when it came. And I feel like places like Yeah Burger are great, like a vegan place that doesn't like feel quote vegan. You I know? hope so. I think the difference between those places is, and it's not a hundred percent difference, but like getting vegan pancakes is different than getting a vegan hamburger, you know? True, true, true. And there is a mental hurdle that a lot of people have to get over that keeps them from being able to enjoy a vegan burger on its objective merits of tasting great. Yeah, that's true. I I forgot that there's a lot of pancake ordering that yeah. happens. And I think that if somebody is going to you know it's why I bring up slutty vegan too because I think we have two like fast food institutions that really can shake that stigma off and do a really good job of being good tasting, fun, delicious. I know I already said good tasting. Um, 
and scratch that comfort itch that people are used to getting from a quote unquote fast food place, you know, like the slutty vegan has some of the best burger options that I've ever seen in my life, vegan or not. Yeah. I think that some of these things on Yeah Burger's menu are some of the best burger ideas that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, just like the combinations of flavors and textures, not right. even taking the fact that it's vegan out of it. Right. Yeah. And so I, I think it's going to be that and it's going to be the enthusiasm that they're bringing to it that's going to help people who might I don't know why I'm so worried about non-vegans eating at this place, but because like, we want to go there. Help. We want to bring our families there. I think it's going to help people get over that hurdle. Who, yeah. Who have that hurdle get over it, you know? Yeah. I feel like for like a 101 approach to a place like this would be to steer people towards the fried chicken because it's breaded and fried. You haven't even had the fried chicken yet. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But I know. But I'm saying when it comes to vegan meats, I think starting with something breaded and fried you know, it's a little bit more approachable. I think you might be right. I would counter that to say that Beyond Burgers are already making some inroads. Ooh, that's true. And people might be more familiar with that flavor and the fact that that flavor is a little bit different from beef. And so might be more open to it from that perspective, which I'm really excited to try Yeah Burgers chicken. Uh, but my experience with chicken and with fried chicken in particular has been it's a very it's a varied experience it can be a lot of different experiences yeah i guess i shouldn't try that say it sight unseen <laughs> taste untasted yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess so i'm just getting excited about the future of yeah, yeah. burger i'm already like they're gonna open up on this side of town so that we can go there more that'd be great so on a scale of one to ten Failed talking Tony's segments. <laughs> Ten being good. <laughs> what do you give uh Yeah Burger? I would give them an eight point five. Eight point five failed talking Tony's segments. Yeah. Go on. I would say I loved what I had. It was great. I feel like there's just so much else on the menu I haven't tried. I can't really rate them higher without having eaten there more. Like even if they had had the full menu with no coming soons when we went, mm -hmm. like we couldn't have tried everything. Mm -hmm. It would have been stomach ache city. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to go back and maybe my rating will change based on, you know, maybe my rating will go up as I get to try more menu items. But okay. but I'm going 8.5. Okay. How about you? I'm giving it a 10. I'm giving it 10 out of wow. 10 failed talking tenu segments. I think I was so excited to when I heard that they were going to open. I was so excited when I heard they had open. I was so excited when we made up a plan to go there. I was so excited looking at the menu. I was so excited eating it. Talking about it now, I'm so excited. There's a level of enthusiasm around this restaurant that is rare and special. And I think I'm I'm looking forward to trying the rest of their menu. I thought what I had was great. I thought that the care given to my weird food situation by the staff was great. I thought 
you know, the enthusiasm of the customers that were there was infectious. I thought the fries were fun. I thought the fun we were having as a family was great. I thought like all I can think about is positive things when I think about more of the menu opening up and the next time that we can go there. I can't wait to go back there. And that's true. I am out here recommending fried chicken I never ate. So maybe yeah. I should rate it higher. <laughs> no, I mean your rating is your rating and and you're being honest with it. But I think for me it's a really, really it's like I felt when Slutty Vegan opened up. I sorry I keep associating them, but they're two big fast food op or two big burger options in Atlanta. But I I feel like, you know, it's it's significant. It's a significant moment for vegans in Atlanta, which sounds like such a ham-fisted thing to say. But uh, there was nothing wrong with the visit. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with the visit. It was, it was wonderful. Perfect visit. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Do you want to have a snack? How was that? Did that feel good? I don't know. I might not do that anymore. These are Vienna chickpea snacks. And one of the reasons that I got these, first of all, it's they're everything bagel flavored. Dave is making a who beefed face. Okay. <laughs> I got these specifically because I, these were at Kroger. Okay. I was just, I went over to their, they have like a snacking, snack nuts section. Our Kroger rearranged everything. Now it's very confusing for me to shop. And they have a snack nuts section. And in the snack nuts section are the chocolate covered almonds I like and sometimes other random vegan snacks. And so that's where I've been going to look for toe, uh, toe snacks. Nope. For snacks for the pod. I saw these and I was like, oh, Bienna, that's who makes the puffs that Diane mentioned Mm. on our Outstanding Foods puffs episode. She had eaten the Bienna puffs and liked them. And I was like, well, maybe the Bienna chickpea snacks are good. This was the only flavor they had, but they're everything bagel. So I probably would have gotten this anyway. I like an everything bagel. That's a relatively new development in my life. Yeah. I'm just going to grab a few and then pass them to you. I know Dave's been burned by roasted chickpeas recently, but these don't look so tiny and overcooked. Do you want me to eat one first and let you know if it's going to chip your tooth? They're fine. You're going to be fine. Texture-wise. I'll be the judge of that. And I'm pouring them into my hand. So they're, they're definitely fluffier than what you'd expect from a chickpea. Almost puffy, but not quite. Everything seasoning is pretty good and balanced. I just i I can't figure out where I would eat this in my life. Well, I was going to bring them in the car tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Um, they suggest them as salad toppers. Oh, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. But I'm just going to eat them by the handful. They're good. Yeah. They taste delightful. I think the flavor is good. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's because I associate everything seasoning with like breakfast, but not like throughout the day, even though like lots of snacks have everything seasoning now. Yeah, I think it's all right. It's not the snack's fault. It's my fault and my old man's schedule. Mm. I love these. I think they're great. I'd get them again. I'd give them a thumbs up. I would give them a thumbs up too. And I'm going to look for these in other flavors because hopefully that's a thing. Maybe they come in a, in Cool American. Oh, Cool American Vienna chickpea snacks. I'm here for that. 
I would be here for that as well. Well, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We will even read yours on the pod, 100%, definitely, no matter what it says. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. And I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And we'd love to hear from you if you have a suggestion for a food we should try, thoughts about an episode, just want to say hello, want to educate us about the origins of some of our favorite foods, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Look, if you're going to lean into a segment that the first time you did it bugged me, <laughs> you can't let me being bugged by it. You got to come into the bit. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.